We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this very special edition of the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Carlo Navas. And with me today, we have producer and co-founder, Mr. Brian Coins. Way back. We have our Saucy Nuggets insider, Mr. Lefty Leif. Good evening. What a great night. What a great night. And we have our Photoshopper and professional anime lover. Or I guess it's professional Photoshopper and anime lover, Brass Jazz. We're just excited here. We're ready to go. Hello, Brass. I am happy to be here. Brass, we need to. Brass, you do so much voice work for the network. We need to think of something new. Not you're not just a photoshopper and an anime lover. You're so much more. So we need to. Maybe I'll come up with another segment tonight. The we'll voice see. of the network. <laughs> the voice of the network. La voz, Brass. Shout out to you, Jose <laughs> Pineda. But today we start with the news of the weekend. That is, of course, the Jacksonville Jaguars beating the Patriots. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Dwayne Wade is back, guys. Like D Wade. Like I. I was I was in my friend's house. She just had a baby. Uh, we're, 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 we're with the child. We're having a beautiful time. And all of a sudden, my phone blows up. And I look at it. And I see that D-Wade is back for what looks like a veteran's minimum contract. And I literally jump up. I grab my friend. I kiss the baby. And I throw my fist to the heavens because it means the video Alpha and I made didn't go to waste. Uh, <laughs> check that out at my heat beat beat. We have a really cool hype video. And also check out the rest of the 5 Reasons Sports Network at 5 Reasons Sports on Twitter. Started by Ethan Skolnick and Chris Whittingham. Check out all their shows. Uh, basketball season starting up and Ethan has a lot of guests. I know Wayne Ellington's about to come on. The flagship show we have. This uh, week. The, this week. This week. This week. Okay, so Wayne Wayne's on Ethan's show. So John Crotty's lineup or was it was it not Brian Grant? Who's the other player that he wants Brian to Grant. Grant Long. Grant Long. Grant Long. Grant Long. Yeah. Grant Long. Yo, Ethan hogs all the good guests um, and he leaves us with 
with Anthony Chang. Shout out to you, Chang. Love you. Finally met Anthony <laughs> Chang this weekend. That was awesome. Or last week. Um, but check out everything on our network. Um, but Leif, D-Wade's back, man. After we didn't think this was gonna happen. It got dicey there at the end. It felt like uh, he was definitely contemplating retirement. It came close. And, uh, you know, this offseason, we've had a lot of expectations. So for it to go the way that it's went, which is quiet, uh, that was kind of a gut punch. And if Dwayne wouldn't have came back, it would have been really difficult to conjure up like real, genuine, authentic excitement about this season. And, uh, and Dwayne's back. So we get Dwayne's to be back, excited. Baby. We get to have I, fun I'm- with this thing. Uh, you know, I immediately started thinking about that road game in Philly and, and, and yes. just, you know, all the moments, the, the home game uh, Philly at the end of the season and just thinking about recreating that kind of stuff all season long. Um, I don't know that it, it kind of like gave me that, uh, you know, like, I have chills, dude. Back. Like we get the farewell tour. Like we didn't think, I, I, I didn't think Dwayne was going to do that. And I know that Dwayne, you know, deep down inside really wants to be appreciated and really wants to be loved. But I, I honestly thought, because of everything that he said, that he was just going to one day, it was going to be like Manu Ginobili. It was going to be like, he was going to decide at the end of one season whether he was going to go or not. And that was going to be it. So I'm really happy that as fans, as people that appreciate him as media members, we get a chance to cover him, to appreciate his greatness, his career celebrated over the year like the way he deserves man brass i know you agree with me i see you nodding yeah yeah i think it's i like the the timing of it kind of works because the team is going to be fine um and you know it's not like that the kobe year his kobe farewell tour that team was total garbage bad that was total gar. it was bad bad and so this team is actually it's still going to be able to compete it still has a future. It has a, it's absolutely a playoff team. He's going to have playoff moments. And that, and suck it, Kobe. You didn't get a chance to do that. This is so Kobe much went better. out like a boss. So this, this is the actual farewell tour. <laughs> Kobe went out like a boss, dude. Something. Can't even slander that, dude. As, no, yeah, that, that, that was, was, that was badass. Dude. Do y'all think that Wade's going to have, like, at least, how many games do you think he's going to go Kobe mode where it's like, I'm taking 16 field goals in this for in this quarter and that's it because this is my last season do you think he's gonna have like versus lakers game? versus lakers and at lakers absolutely <laughs> absolutely yes definitely he'll probably want to take out the knicks that way maybe uh who else you know he oddly has had epic games against the jazz throughout his career that's true that's like something that's always been like like I remember so many great D Wade jazz games as a just a random footnote that's happened like too many times. The Knicks is obviously one. Yeah, yeah. Chicago. Chicago. Where I remember. Yeah. Chicago. His last game, Chicago would probably be one there too. He torches Orlando. Poor Orlando. He has Well, I'm glad someone can torch Orlando on this team. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Orlando horrifies me. First game of the year. Yeah, Chris I, I, I feel a lot better about that now. Chris, yo, Chris Whittingham uh, over there on Five Reasons saying that that Orlando's better than the Heat. What kind of kind of nonsense oh, is that? Oh, Chris, that's taking this a little bit to the extreme. Calling you out, Christopher Whittingham. Guys, I I was I mean, and everyone, it's very well documented how much I love D Wade, but I was still really surprised by how genuinely happy I was. I was overjoyed with just the idea of. And I didn't even think as far ahead as what we're talking about now about the farewell tour. I was just thinking, oh my God, I get to watch D Wade play more. Like it didn't feel like enough last season. It, it it felt it was good to have it, but I wanted 
I wanted a whole year selfishly. I, I, I totally get where you're coming from. I mean, I think about it like this, like when Zoe got carried off the court in Atlanta, right? That's where he blew his knee out. I think it was, mm-hmm. um, if I had known that that was going to be his last game, probably the, the 25 games prior to that or 40 games prior to that, whatever the number may be, I would have been tuned in a little bit more watching every, every play, appreciate, appreciating it a little bit more. And I know that some of that sounds kind of sentimental, but now going into the season, knowing that like these are all going to be the lasts of things, you know, the last time he does this, the last time he does that, um, it, I don't know, dude, that's just like from a fan's perspective, you're literally we're watching the greatest player in franchise history. There's a l- very in high percentage history. he's never going to like no one's ever going to surpass Dwayne Wade. So to, mm-hmm. to gear up for this season is a cool moment as a fan, because I think a lot of times the guys that we love um, as players, they maybe don't get the farewell, the farewell tour and they're just like, you know, all of a sudden they're out and you didn't necessarily appreciate those moments. So, uh, Le- so here they LeBron? LeBron, yeah, played his last, LeBron played his last game here and we never knew it was the last game. That's a great example. Chris, Chris Bosh yeah. played his last basketball game and we never knew. Mm-hmm. And to kind of raise your point, Dwayne and Udonis are going to go out together. It's the storybook, man. It's like, perfect. dude... Like, I don't know, you know, like in me and fantasy land, I, I want to see them both out there in a playoff game, just fighting for like, just fighting for a chance to like stay in. Even if they lose, even if they go out, I want them to do it together. Has UD officially said he's not coming back again after this though? He hasn't yeah. said that, but I know that, that, at, uh, he's not going to, no, <laughs> I just I not, know if he said, he said, something. I know that him and Dwayne have, have it's like, no, I'll do one more. <laughs> have talked about it and he mentioned at the yeah. event that he held that him and Dwayne held at 800 degrees that actually looks really good I'm gonna plug that because D Wade's people were super nice to Alf and I when we were there uh check out 800 degrees in Aventura it looks like um kind of like an upscale pizza restaurant type thing it looks really good I know Ethan went to the to the soft opening and he actually ate uh Alf and I aren't cool enough so we didn't get invited to that but Wade and Udonis opened a restaurant it's her first business venture together and actually Alf wrote a story about it. We got to go to the event. We talked to Dwayne and Udonis. It's on heatbeatbiami.com. Uh, check it out. Alf wrote about business, brotherhood, and basketball. The Dwayne and Udonis story. So UD kind of mentioned, you know, like they asked UD, like, you know, are, are you going to do this without Dwayne? Like this and that. And UD was super like, eh, like noncommittal because Dwayne's still not signed yet. And it's kind of funny how things change because that was Thursday. Right, so on Thursday night, we're there, and Ira, yo, Ira comes out of the box asking Dwayne, yo, have they offered you the middle of exception? <laughs> have they done this? Have they done that? And and let me say something. Ira's out here doing journalism. Like, Ira's out here. Ira's not here to play. And as Ira's asking these questions, Udonis starts laughing. He's like, yo, Ira, you don't give us a chance to warm up or stretch or anything. <laughs> so, but, like, lost in all that was, D-Wade was just like, ask my agent. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, I, I would like to play. I don't know. Like, it was super, not even I would like to play. He was super like wishy-washy about it. And then when we talked to Riley at um, um, two months ago. Not two months ago, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Oh my God, man, time, time flies. Oof. We talked to Riley at the grand opening of- uh, Those of eyes, the, those eyes, the, man. Those eyes, man. The, that orthopedic <laughs> hospital that we were out there. Um, Riley was saying just kind of similar stuff. Like it's not about contract. It's not about mid-level exception. And I don't, I want to pick your brains a little here. Uh, brass, I kind of think that the Heat strong arm Dwayne into this because it doesn't make sense that Dwayne was really wa- like 
that Dwayne was contemplating retirement for this long and then he comes and takes the minimum? Yeah, that's weird. It, it's weird, I was, dude. Su- I, I was surprised that it was a minimum. I, I did expect the, the mid-level, though I'm elated that it wasn't. I think this is it's pretty well, why, awesome. Why are you elated? I mean, it's, take not, that it's not your money. It's Mickey's tax money. Well, no, but it, but again, that's you know, but it still keeps the team in a in a, in a more reasonable financial standpoint going forward, and it, it's going to be easier to sort of keep them out of the tax and you know it, to to make uh, to make some more moves going forward. Um, yeah, so elated isn't the word, but uh, you know, I I was shocked actually because uh, I expected that or bust. Um, Me too. Hey. But maybe, um, maybe. yeah, he didn't he didn't need this. <laughs> he didn't need this. I, I mean. He, he had nothing, truly nothing left to prove with the franchise. And coming back at the end of last season was awesome. It was great. And he had that, uh, I mean, he had he had some really great moments. But, I mean, especially that, that man, that playoff game was just Is that playoff game awesome. better than the game that he had at home in the regular season following the, St- the Stoneman Douglas moment? I, I just I think, think as a community I, event like that, like that yeah, resonates. That was me, a bigger. Dude. Like that was that was a bigger moment. But it, but in terms, but really in terms of like just basketball, yeah, the playoff, playoff moment, play, was. basketball playoff. Dwayne, man, but like, Dwayne kind of transcends was, in this town. Dwayne kind of transcends basketball, right? Because I think a lot of us can understand that he's thirty six years old and his advanced age, and we understand that a high usage rate for a thirty six year old, a thirty six usage for a thirty six year old, is probably not the best idea. But like we don't like basketball. Be damned. We don't care. And like he kind of transcends that. I was talking to Ethan today actually about how he's such a like special figure in this town that not only is he this enormous community figure in sports, dude's his own damn economy. Like he opens this restaurant in Aventura, all sorts of people are there. He gets all sorts of socialites to show up to the soft opening. That's things don't do well in the area that he put that restaurant in. We all know that's gonna do just fine because his name's attached to it. He comes back. We put up a video. We're at like 200. What is it, Brian? Like almost 300K on one of the Combine, videos. Combines yeah. the, two, the two videos that we posted in the last 48 hours. Yeah, we're over 300,000 now. Ethan's feasting on downloads. Like, dude is his own economy in like this seismic way that I think if you leave Miami, he's not that anywhere. Like he can't go anywhere and be any right. sort of impact financially to an area or just a community as he is here. And I think that's kind of amazing and lost in, oh, D-Wade's back to play basketball. Like, no, dude, like this guy matters in a way that's tangible, that there are numbers backing. We can see. I think that's I, cool. I, I absolutely agree. I mean, I, I feel like um, for the Heat fan, this is also one of those weird moments where Dwayne is transcending winning and losing and that kind of stuff in that this also is kind of the end of the Pat Riley era to some degree. Cause we know that that's imminent. You know what I'm saying? So like, it, it's weird how this has came full circle. These guys kind of split apart and now it's going to be almost like the culmination of both of their careers is kind of going to take place kind of around the same time. So it's really tugging at the heartstrings of, of heat fans in a, in a, in an interesting way because there's so much that's happened historically with those two guys and they've kind of like repaired the relationship and, uh, and I don't really think it was about money. I really feel like this was a move where Dwayne was going to take the minimum regardless. That's just my opinion. It'd be really cool if all of a sudden we heard that he was uh, presented with, we can keep Wayne, but you're going to have to take the minimum. And then he sacrificed again to keep Wayne Ellington. No, but I think that, that, that wouldn't really have cool taken story. that long. But, uh, you know, I'm, again, 
uh, always looking at the positive hope traffic side of things. Ooh. But, uh, <laughs> you know, so I think that there's just a lot of cool stuff in play and, and Dwayne being back, it's totally beyond basketball. It, it has way more to do, uh, you know, way more to it than just uh, wins and losses at this point. And the, and from the, from the, from the fans viewpoint, from like an organizational uh, point of view, it's, it, I think it means a lot going forward to have a real bookend to the the Dwayne Wade story to to start there. Yeah, he had that little hiccup in the very end there with the, with the Bulls and the Cavs. But um, but to to come back and not just come back on a trade situation, but to come back and sign a, a final contract, and then you get to have that to 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 end and have that finality. I think is is a, a nice send off, and I think going forward is going to feel right. It would have felt kind of empty and it would have given some questions to the organization and how they treat their players if that didn't take place. So I think it's kind of important that it happened. So I'm, yeah, that makes me really happy. Brass, I have a question because you mentioned like not via trade. That trade deadline is probably going to be one of the most, mem- is that the most, well, maybe the, the Goran trade, but what else would be the most memorable trade deadline trade for the Heat? Uh, Timmy Hardaway probably. You think that one? One of the yeah, because yeah, it, it might be. It, it, that was the springboard to that era taking off. They got that probably um, matters more. Yeah, I think Mashburn yeah. might have been a deadline deal, but that's obviously not as big. But you're right. Then you're starting to get into the Goran Dragic conversations, and obviously Dwayne coming back. The storybook behind that is probably going to uh, to be more uh, co- compelling than even Timmy Hardaway, quite frankly. It's just it felt so different though. Oh, sorry, no, no, go, go. not to cut you off. It, it, it felt so different because I remember when the 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 Dragic trade went down, we were sort of yes. like pumping our chest and going, "Well, yeah, of course we did this because this is what we do." <laughs> but you know, but but the Dwayne thing, we're sort of we're sitting there at the deadline, just going, "Okay, what's." Oh, okay. Well, they got that guy. All right. Well, Yo, Cleveland shit. was okay. trading everyone, dude. Yeah, yeah Cleveland was getting getting no yeah, completely there's no completely clearing their roster. We're getting nothing. And then all of a sudden, I just got this alert on my phone. It's like, Dwayne Wade has been traded. I'm like, yeah, I didn't believe it. What? I thought I got fake Stephen A. It didn't make Yeah, it didn't make sense. Like, and essentially for nothing. Uh, and, a, hey, hold on. Wait. A conditional second yes. round pick. Oh, it was a perfect. conditional it was like, second round we pick. We made a move. And it was for Dwayne Wade. Discounted. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. And it was it was awesome. And it sort of righted that ship for for the for the rest of the season. Because if that didn't happen, who boy? Dog, we watched a <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks Heat game on like a Wednesday. Like it was game seven of the finals, yeah. dude. Hell like, yeah. dude, come on. Like that's but that's what he is, man. Like people care in like that way. It's awesome. All right, guys, I'm going to need a second because I want to introduce our newest sponsor. And if you're like me, you don't really want to get into legal minutiae. I'm here to do a couple of things, podcast, go to school and watch anime. I don't really want to know all the legalities between car accidents, slip and falls, criminal immigration, all that stuff. So I'm here to introduce the people that will get that done for you. The attorneys at Seltzer Mayberg. 
Find them at onecalllegal.com or call 1-855-5000-LAW. They handle cases including but not limited to car accidents, slip and falls, criminal, immigration, family, bankruptcy, real estate, wills, trusts, and estates. And with a new 15,000 square foot office opening on the I-95 in North Miami, they will handle cases all over the state. Call now with 24-7 service for free consultation. That's onecalllegal.com, 1-855-5000-LAW. Call now. Listen, basketball moves fast in this town. And as you said, you know, we got Goran. You know, everyone was like, oh, look, that's what we do. That's what we do. Like, that's what we do. And now with the arrival of Dwayne Wade, there are some rumblings about one Jimmy Butler. And Brian, I think it's time to unveil our newest segment. This is Heat Beat Traffic on W628FM. It looks like pessimism gridlock all over the streets of Wade County. There's a Riley washed pileup on the 836 and a fire spot department is on the scene. Try to avoid Booker Boulevard at all costs. Just as better. Time to clear the streets with some culture. We now go live to Leif with your Hope Traffic Update. Good evening, everyone. This is your Hope Traffic Update brought to you by your own lefty Leif. First, I want to start off by saying that Dwayne Wade is back. Approach this season in the moment. Take in every moment. Don't worry about the wins, losses, the ups, the downs. Watch Dwayne Wade. Watch those moments when he points at that ugly guy in the pink or the purple shirt in the front row. Take in that moment. When he hits that step back jumper to win in overtime, take in that moment. When he's walking out the tunnel, when he's doing his chin up on the rim, take in that moment. Don't forget to do that. Don't complain about all the little things throughout the season. Take in the Dwayne moments because you know what comes with the Dwayne moments? Justice better. You know what comes with the Dwayne moments? The Bam Alley-oops. You know what comes with the Dwayne moments? Maybe a Jimmy Butler trade. And you know what? I've been hearing Minnesota wants to come up off of some of that salary. So, yo, Minnesota, if you want to come up off of some of that salary with Jimmy, we got a couple guys we'll send you. I promise you. I won't name names, but I promise you we got a couple guys we can send you. So, back to the program. We get Jimmy. We have Dwayne. The Dukies recruit Mr. Kyrie Irving. Oh, no, what? what do we have here? It looks like we are rebuilding a team. Then, bam, blossoms. Comes the next star, the next KG. All of a sudden, we're leading the Eastern Conference. Riley rides off into the sunset. He got them all discounted. Godfather, what? Pimp, dollar. That is your hope traffic update, Lefty Life. Love it. I'm about this dude. And I'm about how Heat fans just like we one thing happens. Jimmy Butler puts one Instagram post and we're like, oh, we're getting Jimmy. This is happening, right? It's done. For those of you who don't know. On Labor Day, six to eight weeks from now. Jimmy Jimmy <laughs> Butler is apparently not very happy right now with the Minnesota Timberwolves. And Carl Anthony Towns is allegedly not very happy with Jimmy Butler. So all of this confluence of events is happening, therefore leading us to speculate that one Jimmy Butler of the Minnesota Timberwolves is on the trade market. And it's not unrealistic for us to think that Jimmy Butler, who is still very close friends with Dwayne Wade, could be convinced of the culture of the organization and to come play with Dwayne for his last dance. Gentlemen, I think it's reasonable. I think... A lot of teams will not... Like, Jimmy's expiring. 
and maybe you can convince him to stay as the Thunder did with Paul George, as the Raptors are going to try to do with Kawhi, or maybe he leaves. You don't know. It's a risk as an organization that you have to take. So that's something that we know Riley's willing to do. And I'm not sure that other teams are going to give up the kitchen sink to get a guy who's only on contract for a year. He's going to have Dwayne texting him. He's going to know what's what. So he'll be able to give up what he needs to give up to actually get him. I think this is the whale that we can actually acquire with the assets we have. It may cost us Jay Rich. I just have a little bit of a feeling that it may cost Jay Rich. Yeah. But, uh, but I think that this one could have legs. Everyone say, everyone's saying one last dance. I'm saying one last dances with wolves. Yes. Let me say something, Leif. So the thing about Jay Rich, I think that they can get away with keeping Jay Rich and giving a pick instead. I would love it. So the thing with them is that they they have they have their picks. Well, next year's draft is supposed to not be great, and I'm sure that they can attach a pick from next year's draft. We have three treatable draft picks right now. So we have the, we have the twenty. We're in twenty nineteen. We have a twenty nineteen pick for this year. We have twenty twenty three and twenty twenty five that we can trade. Or the twenty 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 two draft pick we can also trade, but it'd have to be just by itself with the twenty nineteen. So it would be either two draft, two first round picks we can trade at once or three at once. So the thing I'm thinking of is depending on what they trade for Jimmy Butler, they have to make contracts match. So probably I, I honestly don't think Minnesota would, would take Tyler Johnson or may, maybe they might want the guard help, but I imagine it'll be something like JJ and, and Dion or something, something like that instead of the Tyler or Hassan. Tassan, I don't, there's just not a fit over there. I don't even think that's going to be mm-hmm. mentioned, but. So they're going to have to get salaries to match. That might, I don't, I don't know if that might take a first round pick. I think maybe with a young player like Jay Rich or, or a pick, either one. Where it gets tricky is creating the second max. You're making faces. It's just, it's tough for me to look at Minnesota's position where they traded uh, what amounted to what? Lori Markinen, um and, uh, and, exactly. and they, yeah, and, and Zach Levine, thank you. I, I couldn't think of the name. And and Chris Dunn, actually, I think was yeah, in that yeah, deal, Chris too. Dunn, yeah. So that's like three starters over in Chicago that they were going to give up that kind of haul for Jimmy and then turn around and, like, trade him for Dion and JJ, who we be, we haven't been able to give away all summer just for a 2019 pick. That's where I feel like Tibbs is going to want some sort of package that allows them to continue to win but also – has some maybe cost-controlled players that he doesn't have to worry about free agency with, and that's where Josh, as a defender, as a wing player, kind of as a replacement for Jimmy, trust me, I don't want to see Jay Rich get traded. I just feel like that that's going to be the starting point for those talks. But they can't have, they can't ask for a ransom when they have to know the market value. Like, who's going to, maybe some teams will take a risk on Jimmy, but it's not like they're going to give them a lot. And that's my thing. Like, if you have this guy who's about to expire, and who you may not be confident he'll res- resign, like you know, you're gonna be trep. You're gonna have some trepidation with what you give up. And I do think that Miami might be more willing to give up because they may be confident that they can keep him. Yeah, I think I think Miami should have the confidence going forward that they could be able to keep him. I mean, part of the whole Kawhi thing was the uncertainty is after after this next season what then is is he just going to move on so you can be giving up this whole ransom for nothing for just a, a year rental but you know that through all the ups and downs of that bull season that Wade was saying man 
You know who wasn't going through this? Miami. And, and Butler was in that locker room with Dwayne. And Dwayne was very vocal. Right. Dwayne was actively watching the Heat when he was in Chicago, as we all know. As we, uh, There was a lot of quotes all the time. So, mm-hmm. I don't listen, I don't think it's unrealistic to think that Miami could put together a package to acquire him. Now, it, it'll, prob- it'll probably have a pick or Jay Rich. It would be one of the two. How I about, don't know. How about this crazy hypothetical? What if we tell, if we were to take back Jeff Teague and that center with the last name that I have a hard time pronouncing? Uh, Gorgie Dang. 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 Yeah. If we were to take back all that salary and send them Goran Dragic, um, would that shake the package up? You know what I mean? Like, well, they would need to match, right? So you need well, Jimmy. Yeah, but and then Teague, those makes guys. Nine, Teague makes 19 million. Um, that's gonna be that's gonna be tricky to match because Goran's at twenty something, right? So Teague's at nineteen, and then what? Gorky Dang's at nine, something like that. No, he's, or at eight? 11. he's at fourteen or something. Yeah, he's, like, like I don't know how you're gonna make wow. that match without giving them Tyler too. Which in that situation, well, like that, Miami that's, would well, take that. that. That's yeah. where I was. That's what I was alluding to is that maybe if we take some of these guys that they haven't been able to move off of. Um, I haven't heard if Wiggins is Wiggins and Jimmy um, are they, are they at odds or is it just Cat and it's, Jimmy? It's Cat. It, it's Cat. <clears throat> it's also it's also Wiggins. It's also Wiggins. Uh, yep. Okay, so that would okay, that would yeah. cross out my craziest trade. That would yeah. Um, but uh, no, they would, there's, they would there's a lot of options, and whereas with all these other teams, the Paul Georges, the Kawhi Leonard's, um, I'm obviously forgetting others that we thought we could get Kyrie Irving. Uh, we Kevin Durant. Yeah. Gordon well, Hayward yeah, not be a trade. Um, all of those seemed like there were teams that were far out in front of us. I feel like this is a much more attainable guy. So uh, as much as I'm hope trafficking, it's uh, it's more realistic hope, my friends. Josh Darrow here, host of the Five Rings podcast, where it's always a cane sting on the Five Reasons Sports Network. What are we about? Pretty easy. I want to tell stories and I want to share the journey for the players and coaches, past and present, affiliated with the University of Miami. Take Manny Diaz. He grew up in Miami. He grew up going to the Orange Bowl. It was, you know, it was all those 1980s teams. You know, that that's where it all started for me. And just, just the style of play, and and really, it was, it really took hold when Jimmy Johnson was here. And, you know, sitting there in the Orange Bowl in '86 when we're whipping Oklahoma, and just, you know, what I mean, just, just speed and then violence. You know what I mean? It, 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 you know, we're not only, you know, you know, Nebraska it was a changing of college football. It's those kind of memories we want to share with you. Listen, subscribe, rate, review. We appreciate the support. The Five Rings Podcast, where it's always a cane sting, and we're always a part of the Five Reasons Sports Network. So Ira was telling Anthony Chang and I at the weight event about a kind of wacky Tyler situation, but I'm kind of digging it to create another max spot. So that the Heat convinced Tyler to opt out of his last year and then give him a four-year deal after that. Because at 10, at 40. So give him give him a four-year at 40 and he'll make, you know, 10 per. Because he's not going to make that kind of money again. So if they can get off of the 90, or the, the 20 million that he'll make the next season, they can create another max space by lowering his salary. It's a hell of a wink-wink theory. But, uh, I thought, listen, I don't think Tyler would do that, but I am down with thinking that. Like, I think that it's a, it's, it's not, listen, we've seen crazy. I mean, we've, look at Baino Udry. 
We've yeah. seen weirder things well, happen. The other thing too, if you if we were to get Jimmy, I think that they would absolutely start looking at the assets they do have to move money so that they would have another max slot for. And I'm okay with that. Like I if you like, get if yeah, you if you get, get Jimmy, Jimmy, you do that. Start you move a yep. pick and you unload who you need to unload to create the max spot. Because Hassan, it's highly after it. There's no way he's gonna make what he'll make, and he'll he's gonna he's gonna milk that year. Obviously. I, we know he was hurt last season, and I do think he's going to play a lot better. I just don't think in this in this economy, uh, he's not going to get anything near what he got. So he's going to opt. I, there's almost no doubt he's going to opt in. Un, I mean, I can't unless he hates Spolstra and he hates not being played a lot, which I don't think that's going to be as much of a problem this year. I, he's going to be here. So if they want to move him, it will probably need a pick attached. Um, Tyler as well, or Justice. But no, if they're planning to extend him, they're not going to be able to move him. And I don't think anyone will trade for him without an extension. Unless they make the trade with Winslow for Butler before the extension. No, but we're, remember, remember the update. We need the Dukies to bring Kyrie. This is like, true. You just, have all the Dukies. Oh, yeah. just, 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 just just well, you got Batty on, on the payroll now, That's too. That's true, Shane. That's, oh, dude, so many Dukies. This is yeah. happening. <laughs> They're going to feel the Duke team. Let's get Kristen Leitner, the assistant coach. Let's Can we go. get Zion Williamson on the team too? <laughs> I don't know who that is, but sure. Can we get JJ Redick? I think it's Zion. Is it Zion? I thought it was Zion. Yeah. Wow. Who is that? Oh, is he the fat kid in college? <laughs> Dude, he's not fat. He's just like chiseled. He, need, he, he, looks needs- like, he looks like a big kid. Maybe. Oh, and then maybe Spo goes up and, and fills Riley's spot and Coach K comes in. Oh. I love this. Uh, I love this Duke pyramid scheme that we've created. <laughs> no, but like no, in in literally all seriousness, I don't think it's again it's hope trafficking and it's really far off. But I can I can put together the puzzle pieces to have Kyrie Irving and Jimmy Butler heading the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference with little to no opposition. We'll put it this way. We have hope trafficked far crazier scenarios before. Yeah, Wade, LeBron, and Bosch. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> we That was a hope traffic thing that people it's called true. us crazy, and that did indeed happen. Uh, don't don't forget, I was hope trafficking Kyle Lowry in 2014. Yeah. That's another thing. So if you look at the <laughs> landscape of the East, if Kyrie Irving leaves the Celtics, it's they're Gordon Hayward and a bunch of Brad Stevens people. It, which is obviously going to be a good team, but that's not going to be championship good if you take out the second all-star. Unless Jason Tatum becomes something like, which he'll, he's probably going to be good. But I do think that they become a lot more mortal without Kyrie Irving. So if Kyrie Irving leaves the Celtics and you have the Heat with Kyrie and Jimmy and the Celtics with Tatum and Gordon Hayward, and then you have Philly with Simmons and, and Embiid, and then the Raptors, which... They, they, the one that they kept was Kyle Lowry, who is the older one, who's going to age out. Despite him being better than DeMar DeRozan, he, he's, you know, obviously he's an older player and, and it's going to go. So that, that's a team that might fizzle out in the future. And it's not a terrible landscape for Miami to try to build something now on the come up. Kevin Durant may leave Golden State. I mean, yeah, so we're, so we're in the 2020 finals. This is perfect. I'm telling, like, dude, I'm I'm connecting the dots here. Like, I'm not saying, like, no. And listen, three years ago, we talked about this. We're not beating Golden State. No one's beating Golden State. And we've been right, except for that one bizarro final. But, I mean, it's been relatively pretty predictable as to what's been happening. 
LeBron's aging. LeBron's on a not good team that might not make the playoffs this year. Golden State would appear to be nearing the end of its run. Just be, just from what people are reading and Durant's future and Clay's future and the idea of contracts and, and money and all that and salary cap. So you have the big ominous thing that's over the league that may end. You have an Eastern Conference that looks to be in sh- shambles. And you have an opportunity. Now's the time to build. You don't have to go to the finals next year. You just need to start the building process to build a contender. And, and now's the time to do it. it. And that's, listen, this is a way for Riley to go out into the sunset. Right? Well, yeah, it started with Wade. It starts with I mean, Wade. Yeah, this, this Wade thing, this, this gives an incentive to, to do it now. In the, uh, one year, let's get something happening. And I think that something will happen. With the NBA in so much uncertainty, if Riley can put together a pretty good to great foundation, he can leave. And he can say, I'm leaving you the franchise. In I don't think Riley feels like he needs to leave the franchise in championship condition. I think he feels like he needs to leave. Obviously, the the state of the franchise, it's not a bad state. I mean, they're a playoff team. They're a good team. But obviously, this is not what this fan base is accustomed to. I think this fan base is accustomed to deep playoff runs. It's not accustomed to first round exits, right? So I do think Riley wants to leave the franchise in a position, in a, in a, in a state that he's comfortable. And I think that these are the moves that he's trying to make to leave the franchise and say, listen, I got Dwayne back. We we did all that we did all our winning. I, here's the franchise in a pretty good place with the NBA in so much uncertainty. Like I'm calling it Malibu. Let's go. I don't think I'm crazy. I think this is the plan. I feel like you're more hope trafficking than Leif. I'm listen. I'm here <laughs> for this, dude. I'm. I mean, I think you kind of broke it down like very um, intellectually, and you came, uh, you know, with like. A uh, like good perspective, and I was just going emotional on it, man. I mean, I just, listen, I'm emotional too, dude. I want Kyrie <laughs> out here. Like Kyrie's gonna be crossing dudes up, and Jimmy Butler's gonna be pointing and laughing as they're on the floor. Bam, and Kyrie's gonna threes. pitch out. Oh, Bam, shooting threes. dude. Imagine Bam in two years from now with Kyrie and Jimmy. Yeah, Bam's gonna be better than Jason Tatum. What are we scared of Jason Tatum for? We have Bam out of bio. Get out of here. Justice better anyway. <laughs> Especially and with way justice is better. Confident. Maximize justice with Dwayne for a full season. Give it to me. And we're and we're about to get that playoff justice for the regular yeah, season. Wait. Let me say something, man. I am a big Justice Winslow fan, and I know that people on Twitter and this fan base have been a little hard on Justice. I've really I appreciate and let me tell you something. Jack Alfonso, which by the way, we've talked a lot about this Riley riding out into sunset. Jack Alfonso wrote a really great piece about what's next for the Miami Heat post-Riley, Wade, and Udonis. You can find that on heatbeatmiami.com. Tomorrow we have a Jimmy Butler story dropping. Nikias has a story breaking down the guards. That's dropping tomorrow as well. We also have some Bam Out of Bio video content. So all that's on heatbeatmiami.com. We have lots of stuff coming for the week. Uh, Brian and I are going to be at Media Day, so we're going to get some content, oh, as well as the Kate Anderson, our, our newest member, and Alex Toledo, so we're gonna have lots of content coming up for you. We're talking to Shaq this week. We're talking to Shaq. Oh my god, that's right. We're getting an interview with Shaq this week. So, you know, guys, uh tune into heatbeatmiami.com, follow us on Twitter at MIHeatbeat for all these stories, updates, and everything. I got sidetracked in promoting. Justice, Justice. Better. Oh, the Justice Winslow. Yes, I'm a big fan of Justice. 
This all this promoting, man. Let me tell you, between promoting Five Reasons, between promoting other shows, our stories, all their freaking social media pages, our sponsors, BetDSI promo code HEAT101. Um, are they still sponsoring us, Brian? They're not sponsoring us for this episode, but you okay, can still no. show it out. Show oh, it BetDSI promo code <laughs> X Miami, you back? Greenlight Tech? Doral Toyota? Am I missing anybody? Yo, shout out to all our sponsors, dude. Y'all make this happen. Y'all made the dream come true. From the bowels of the internet to events with Dwayne Wade and Pat Riley and Doral Toyota. Oh, I went to ask. Uh, so you guys get your tickets for the for uh, Dwayne's final regular season game? No, here? because they're a playoff team, dude. That's like everyone's going to pay $10 million to watch him play like his third or fourth to last game. <laughs> That's fair. I did, however, get his regular his his final regular season game in Brooklyn. I bought my ticket nice. today. When, when, when is that? That's Wednesday, April. 10th. I may go to that press. I may, it, it, and I got that so freaking cheap. How much? I got it. Well, I mean, before the uh, StubHub and their fees. Uh, I hope they're not. They're not sponsoring us, right? Okay, good. Uh, so not yet. Yeah, I got like seventh row, like in the sort of corner. I'm usually in, like right by the bench. Seventh row is one twenty. How, how many tickets you buy? A single. But there's another one. There's there's a couple available. Okay, right let's, maybe, maybe so. we'll get together. And maybe we'll plan. Out, maybe I'll plan a trip. We'll, over yo, here Brooklyn, that we'll, whole we'll stadium afterwards. is gonna be Heat fans for that game. <laughs> it always is. I you can't gotta even ask Dwayne if he likes anime tour. like you did TJ. Hey man, hey. Third question: Do you like anime? Huh? Do you like anime? And that's what I thought. <laughs> I need ice, man. I gotta get those credentials at the at the garden was, or, or know, Barclays Center, man. Come on. You know, and it's like I kind of wanna ask like fun questions like that, but like obviously not in a media scrum, right? So I'm in a media scrum, <laughs> yeah, not in front of other people. I yeah. was blasting him with like contract questions. Tim Reynolds is like trying what's to like your, do so, what's journalism. Your public sub. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not here. Like, yo, D Wade, you know, you know DBZ. Like, I can't. I I want to though. I mean, I'm not, listen, like, I'm not here to do, like, news-breaking stuff, right? Like, I'm I'm here to, cover, like, I, I'd be more interested in asking Wayne Ellington about shooting off pin-downs. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I'm not really out here asking contract questions. Like, that doesn't seem fun to me. I'd rather ask fun questions, like asking Jay Rich, you know, who he mains in Super Smash Brothers, or I want to ask him about that scoop lefty layup that he has. You know what I mean? Like, that's. It's like one or the other. There's no in between. Like how I would yeah. imagine they appreciate the less tabloid like what decision are you going to make kind of questions, you know what I'm saying? So you may have a lane there. It's like but that's like and so so those of you who don't know, I guess we're going to get a little self-involved. You know, we've been we've had the opportunity because of the heat and because of the players that have extended invitations to us to do some media for their events. And it's awesome. I know Alex got a one-on-one with Haslam and that was so great because he was asking Haslam about hip hop. He was asking him about his kids playing Fortnite. Like that's cool, man. Like that's awesome. But like being in a media scrum with Pat Riley and then asking him about, you know, like where is Dwayne Wade going to go? Like, like, of course, what do you think he's going to like, obviously you have to ask as a reporter, like it's Ira's job. It's Tim's job. It's my job. It's Anthony's job. We've got to ask, right? Like we can't not ask, but we know, we know that they're not going to say anything. Like Dwayne's not breaking the news of him returning at the red carpet for 800 degrees in Aventura. Like that's not, although that would be pretty great though. <laughs> you know, if I, if Ira's like, yo, Dwayne, you coming back? You know what, Ira? I am. 
one one last <laughs> dance, Ira. Yeah, I never thought about that. Ira, never Ira, that Ira Tim, Anthony, new guy, new guy's camera guy. Alpha's a camera guy. I'm coming back. Will Manso, you here? You know, like, yeah. of course. One last slice. <laughs> <laughs> One last. So it's like, you know, it's, it's it's been like a really, it's been a very weird thing because it's not the stuff I'm more used to. Like, we're used to doing, when we have like media people on, we're used to kind of like this very free flow, relaxed environment. So like being in these media scrums, which I've done before. I mean, Brian and I have been in locker rooms before we've, we've done journalism. So it's not like it's new to us, but it's, it's just, I don't know. It's probably not, I don't feel like it's the best use of the player's time. It's got to evolve. No, but it's, it's, it's it's, it's super, it's, it's super interesting just to be a part of it because, and like the guys, the guys that do the work, man, you know, they, they're out there. I was reporting the stuff we know is because of them. It was reporters. Yeah. You are a conduit from the players and the organization to the fans. So it's their job. It just seems like it's not easy. Respect all it's of those not, guys. It's not easy. And I know that those guys know that they're asking questions that Dwayne does. Like, you think Dwayne wants to answer questions about his contract extension when he's opening a restaurant? Of course not. But it's part of the gig. I don't know. It's interesting as someone who, I guess, as a journalism outsider kind of thing, is is observing this in kind of a meta sense. And I know we talked about it a little last show about how, so they're offering drinks at the event. I'm like, I don't think it's appropriate to drink at the event, but let me see what everybody else does. Anthony declines. Ira declines. Tim Reynolds declined. I was like, Alpha, I guess we're declining. Yeah. What? Why are you laughing at me? I cannot have observations at work. I have some advice for you. I think that every recorded word of Riley's that you own, Gianni, you should take it and meditate on all of those words. You don't think I do? Good. Good. You're moving towards peace, my son. Hey, I'm Josh Appel. And I'm Billy O'Rourke. And we are the hosts of Five Reasons Sports Network's Pro Wrestling Podcast, Smark Your Territory, where we bring you the hard-hitting well, wrestling. No, well, not, no, we don't want to, it's not too hard-hitting because you don't want to hurt the other guy. It's more of a dance we're trying to do here. We're trying to keep it. Protect, protect the other guy. Yeah, you want to protect okay, the other so guy. Okay, so maybe we'll go more in-depth. Yeah, that's good. That's better. Smark Your Territory, Five Reasons Sports Network's Pro Wrestling Podcast with the most in-depth wrestling talk you'll find. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.